Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knife Works, and you and I are listening to the Work For It podcast, where the emphasis is on business in the workshop. You can support these guys for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year, and show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year? That won't even buy two gallons of gasoline here in California. You might as well support these guys like I do so they can help us all work for it. Yeah, all right. Hey, everybody. It's Brian House here for the Work For It podcast. And today we are addressing some very serious concerns that some of you have brought up to us as the managers of the hosts, the producers of this podcast. We have had some complaints, some very deep-seated accusations, some things that are almost really too hard to talk about. We've got some audio drift problems in our recording software. Sometimes we're on, sometimes we're off. It's kind of like life. But today, we're trying a new piece of software. So if you like what you hear, make sure you let us know. Make sure you comment in the patron section. Make sure you send us a, a question. If you've got a question, if you're a patron, make sure you just communicate. Tell us what you're thinking. November is the month of male mental health. I don't know what that has to do with this audio drift problem at all. I have no idea, but it's here and we're doing it. So now, today, this is going to be the best work for it podcast we have ever recorded and you have ever heard. Why you know why? Because we're going to mother effing work for it, baby. Let's go, Brian. Let's do it, baby. Honestly, I'm surprised any of this works at all. <laughs> Dude, I tried so hard not to laugh my ass off <laughs> like during the intro. See, guys, I have a theory. I was thinking about doing a... Um... I, I okay, have go a ahead. theory. Go ahead, Brian. The audio drift is always pickle, right? You and you and I, Brian, are normally where our timing <laughs> is correct. Pickle is always, you know, either a little ahead or a little behind. I think that's just the weed. <laughs> He's just drifting be, in and it out. It could be that Pickle's microphone and internet connection are extremely hot. <laughs> that's what's the problem here. And and funny enough, it's actually not just pickle. It's like oh, everybody. It, it like it in our old software. It just didn't dis, uh it didn't uh, it didn't just pick one person. You know, it was like it was me at times too, and it was all over the place. So we're gonna try this new software. I've been on. I've been doing a mad run, a mad crazy run of podcasts recently. So I've had the opportunity to like basically trial run a whole bunch of software different kinds of websites that do this kind of uh, offsite, you know, conversation type recording podcast stuff. And uh, this, this one that we're using here, I was on the hatch made it podcast, which is called workshop therapy. I don't know if you guys listened to that episode with me on there, but if you haven't, you should go out and listen to it. Then I was on faders podcast, the full blast podcast, which I am uh, humbled by so many people who have listened to that and reached out and told me how much it meant to them listening to that show. So if you haven't already gone out and listened to both those episodes, uh, make sure you go and do that. And I think I think I'm going to be on the Working Hands podcast this week. So I'm doing the circuit. I'm going around and I'm talking about what we're doing because, damn, man, we've got a lot happening at Housemade. 
If you haven't already heard, we're doing our urgent blowout November sale. So if you want to get some new gear for your workshop, make sure you go to housemade.us. We've got discounts on grinders up to 200 bucks off. I mean, it's like we have gone down. We've dug deep this year going into the uh, the next uh, quarter here in 2024. I want to be I want to be solvent this year. I finally want to get into the black, if that nice. makes sense. That's what November's all about for corporate stuff. And how about that hammer sale, guys? Ooh, that you we crushed it. with uh, Ryan over yeah, Gnome you Hammer. You killed it, man. Those things sold out so quick that I couldn't even get one. <laughs> I missed out. Uh, well, I so there was there was some. Yes, we sold like forty hammers within the first probably first hour i would think it was like with around 40 of them or maybe even less like maybe 30 minutes and then it kind of petered out and um so i talked with ryan and he said that he would make uh you guys Aww. hammers pickle and brian you guys will get uh your own work for it hammers or whatever um i don't know if they'll be any different they probably won't they'll be the same hammer but he's gonna make you guys some special oh so just so you know, if you didn't get a chance to buy one, you can you'll rest assured <laughs> you're going to have your own uh, hard work and good luck. House made gnome hammer forge collab hammer. So, yeah, Thank I reached you, out to that's Ryan. Awesome. Uh, that, Go ahead. That's awesome. I reached out I'm, to Ryan I'm looking yesterday. Forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. New software. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I reached out to Ryan yesterday and expressed my gratitude towards him and uh, this whole project, and uh, and as well you, Brian, and uh, I appreciate that. Very nice of you guys. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. What were you going to say? I'm just Brian? saying that I'm very much looking forward to it because it's a super well made hammer and it's a collab. You, you got it. How many times do you get in on these collabs? I love it. It's awesome. And the design is just so great. It, aesthetically, that hammer looks so nice. Like the way he he spread everything out and drew everything. Like I don't. It's just it looks so good. Yeah, it's a very beautiful hammer. It definitely looks good. It it is. Uh, it and it and it operates really well too. So I will say that it's a uh, it's a fantastic hammer. And I'm I'm I, so yesterday I wanted to make some content about using the hammer. And I figured they would sell out and that I didn't really need to push it that much. But I was like, you know, I haven't done anything creative in a while. So I grabbed the Twist Damascus that we made during the Foundry project when you all were down here after Blade Show mm -hmm. last year. And I decided to heat it up, threw it in the Apollo. And I've done forge welding in the Apollo, but I haven't done a lot of just standard forging, mm -hmm. you know, just hammering something out, you know. And I've never done... I've never forged a knife to shape, if that makes really? sense, or if you can believe that. I've never actually taken just a square piece of steel and forged it down to shape with a hammer. I've done it with a press, but not with a hammer. And boy, it was just such an enjoyable process. I really absolutely loved it. And the knife that I made came out pretty decent for my first run of it. And I realized, like, this is why people get so addicted to this process. Yeah. You know, you, you've got this square piece of steel that you can if you do it intentionally, like Jeff is saying with blacksmithing, this is one of our conversations we had on the podcast, but it was talking about being intentional with your movements, like thinking, 
you know, you can't do, you can't make a knife or you can't even blacksmith without thinking five steps ahead, right? You have to know what you're, where you're going. And so it was intentional work. I was filming the process. So there's that to, you know, play with. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to hammer something out. And if it turns out like crap, then it turns out like crap. At least I made something with this hammer. And the whole time I'm using it, I'm thinking like, this is something that Ryan had a had created, you know, and there was an energy inside of that wood and that yeah. steel. And it helped me along the way. I, it really did. And yes, I get it. You can go down to a hardware store and you can buy a hammer for $25. I totally get that part of it. Uh, but you can't buy this kind of style, this kind of energy. Yeah. You can't, there's, it's something to it. I don't, I can't, I'm not, a, you know, you guys know me. I'm not like a, uh, hippy dippy dude, but like there's some energy that, that flowed into that, that tool. And I used it to make the thing that I made. So it was Yeah, awesome. you're no hippy dippy. You're a punk. <laughs> <laughs> my hippie stompers on today, my big Ooh. old boots. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, so I had a great working week so far this week in the workshop. We're doing our big November blackout sale. So we're having, we're just crazy busy with logistics. Then of course we decide to launch the uh, hammer project with Ryan. So that's happening. And we've got two more products that we'll be releasing in the next week that are just like all all of this stuff just like flowed in, like all of my parts just started coming in trucks just started showing up to my shop and I'm like, okay, here we go. I want to fly down. This is Is this the week that we get to see what we saw in Florida, you know, after blade show. There's going to be, there's going to, the big machine, okay. no, but the, the, the smaller okay. stuff. Yes. Cool. Does All that include what we spoke of after out. everyone was gone? No. That project <laughs> is I love right the code yeah, talk here, guys. <laughs> the fact that we're talking in codes, I love it. <laughs> that pro- prototype number 483 <laughs> is going to go ahead and move. We've moved that to Q1 of 24. It's tight. Um, yeah. Now, like, so uh, with all of these other, pro- so as you know, it takes 10 X times. Like, oh yeah. The second I hand something to somebody and go here, make me 200 of these. I need 200 of these, whatever. It's just a waiting game. And you just never know, especially with custom parts. You just never know how long it's going to take. So we've got uh, a lot on our plate at Housemade, and I appreciate all the love and support. We've hit massive growth this year at Housemade. I just, I, Every morning I wake up and go, how do I do this for work? Like, this is crazy. I was having a conversation with Brent last night. We were talking about, you know, our our professional career and what it meant to be a part of Housemade. And we just know that we're a part of it and that we every day, you know, tomorrow this could all be gone. And, it, you know, this is something special that we're involved in. Let, let me give you another um a, a great scenario, right? We, we decide to do the hammer project with Ryan over at gnome hammer. Ryan decides he's going to share all this content. He builds up, but just like I do, he's basically taking over, you know, he's Brian house on the hammer side. He's like showing all this documentation and creating all this great content around the hammers. They were essentially all sold before they were even right. made. Right. And then, uh, we, we produce the hammers, we put them up for sale a whole bunch sell and Bobby over at Reaper Metalworks, he buys two hammers. He immediately messages me and says, Hey, I'd like to pay yep. it forward. 
I want to give a hammer to somebody. So I'm buying two. Don't ship me two. Ship me one. I'm, you know, the other one. And I said, well, who do you want to give it to? And he goes, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know either. Like, how do you do this? Like, how do you say there's a hammer available and we would like it to go to somebody that could really use it, if that makes sense. And that may be somebody that could use it that isn't in a position to purchase one right now. And then uh, Zach over at Pattern Nostry Fabrica kept messaging on YouTube and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, man, I missed the run. It sold out. And I didn't get a chance to go buy one at Patreon. And because right. he's a patron. And uh, and then so I'm like, this is it. This is the guy that needs the hammer. I mean, I, you guys oh, know yeah. Zach. I mean, he's a great guy. He deserves him and his son. Are, I mean, he, if anybody yeah, deserves between him and his son, it's going to be cool to see him use it. Hundred percent. So I messaged Bobby. I said, "Hey, man, you know I got Zach, and Zach wants one, and they're sold out." And uh, turns out that Bobby wanted to give the hammer to to a veteran. Mm. Zach was in the Marines. It was oh. just like perfect kismet dude man. the universe yeah. is so just that hammer's going to zach it's crazy how the universe works you know because like all that happened and then yesterday myself when i was trying to get to that hammer because i was going to buy one and uh i was trying to get to it and every time i clicked on the link it would bring me to the web page but i barely had time to click add to cart and it would bring me to the the message setup for the housemate page so mm -hmm. i was getting into the dm box and that's not where i wanted to be but if I was fast enough, I could click on add to cart. It would make its way to the cart, but then it would bring me to the DMs again. So I couldn't check out. I couldn't do nothing at all, and it wasn't working out. And then when I finally got a hold of Brian, he was actually on the phone with Ryan. And uh, that's when he brought up that he was going to get us some hammers for us. Mm. So I was like, huh, yeah, the universe. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't want me to get a hammer. It wanted you to have yeah. a hammer in a, in different, a different way. way. Yeah, exactly. You know, and. Mm. Yeah. And that's anyways, I want you all to hear my words and know how moved I was by yesterday's um, hammer sale and all of the things that have come through with that, because it's hard to explain to somebody who's never done this work before how fulfilling it is to have people use your tools or buy into your concepts and know that like, I'm not selling a pack of cigarettes mm -hmm. here. You know, I'm not profiting off of things that are hurting people or things that might be taking away from people. We're, we're making a margin on something that's, that gives back to people. And there's no better business karma in my, in my mind than making tools for people yeah. to make things. And it's an honor to be able to do that and to be a part of that and to be a facilitator for that. Uh, so just so you know, I, my plan is to just do this until I can't. And I really appreciate you guys. And so I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing and thank you for all the love and encouragement. Um, it, it's like every day now I'm just getting messages and building relationships with people that are just so supportive. Yeah. So appreciate you guys. And I love you. And thank you so much for everything you're doing. Remember we're going into the holiday season. This is your stressful time where you're making things for people that you love or you're selling things and you're doing things. And remember, take care of yourselves, you know, do a little self-care, uh, reach out to somebody. If you got to talk to somebody, make sure you do that. The holidays can be extremely difficult on, on people. And I just want, um, I just want you to know you're not alone and that, uh, you can, 
you can make it through and you can do everything you you had hoped you would do. There's a lot of pressure put on us to create things, make things, and then participate in sometimes uncomfortable family situations. <laughs> and I'm like, I am no, I am not immune to it. So I totally get it. And um, you're not alone. And just remember that. So appreciate you guys. And Nick and Brian, how has your working week been so far? What is going so on in your work? I've had a crazy, crazy week. So I've got plenty to talk about. Pickle, why don't you go first? I'm having an amazing week in the shop. Things are sailing smoothly. And uh, I'm actually not, I, I won't say ahead of schedule, but I feel like I'm ahead of schedule. <laughs> you know, that's just how good things are going. So uh, I'm at my, uh, I'm at the handle point of things. So I'm handling handles. I'm just going those up earlier, doing the scales of the liners and uh, pushing through this, uh, this batch of 10. I got a couple of those available. If anybody's interested, just hit me up. You know, I got, uh, I got something. And uh, other than that, I'm just uh, anxiously waiting to get out of here on Sunday. I'm heading out to Tool. I'm going to see Tool in uh, Montreal on Sunday. Nice. And yeah, so I get to escape the shop for a bit and uh, be back on Monday. It's going to be short and sweet, but totally worth it. Nice. That'll be fun, dude. They've got some great tunes. Oh yeah, they're uh, they're they're amazing. I uh, I've seen them a couple times. I'm a big fan of Tool and Maynard and his other projects, and uh, it's a uh, it's been a while since I've seen them, and I regret not seeing them the last two times I had chances to see them. So this time I jumped on the opportunity because you know life is all about opportunities, and uh, I jumped on it. And I'm going. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Speaking of opportunities, this past weekend I had the opportunity to go to the Even Heat Factory. And meet Spence. Yeah, well, yeah. not meet Spence, but see Spence. Um, that was a really cool weekend. So, you know, I I was able to do this um, trade with Spence. Um, three Damascus 9-inch K-tip chef knives for an even heat. Um, obviously, I've, I've needed an even heat for way, way too long. Uh, so it was really cool to, you know, spend the even heat factory is literally 40 miles north of my parents' house. So I was able to make up these knives, head over to my parents for the weekend and head up to even heat um, to see the factory, which it was really cool because, you know, I learned a little bit more about them. The fact that they've been around for four generations, they started in the forties, 1940s. So they've been around for a long time. Um, It's really cool to see, you know, the, the generations, how it's passed from one generation to the next and how Spence is kind of, you know, he's going to, he doesn't, he doesn't run it yet. It's still his, in his father's, you know, domain, but he is definitely in the right place to take over someday. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to see more of how they're made, all the steps that go into it. Don't worry. I made a video on it. So you can kind of see a little bit of the behind the scenes situation. But, you know, I got to spend some time and we went to the bar afterward and hung out for a couple hours and it was really cool. Um, what's funny, though, is I now have had that back in my shop and I haven't touched it yet. It's currently sitting on the cement floor. And that's because um, I got a bunch of free drywall. Um, I brought up on the podcast a couple weeks ago or maybe a couple months ago that my grandparents house burnt down you know, four or five, six months ago. 
Um, so luckily they had insurance and a half, so they are able to rebuild and, you know, do all the things that you got to do. But, um, the company that came out and put in the drywall had 12 extra sheets worth. So they basically were able to bring that over. What was it? Two days ago now, yesterday, days are running together. (laughs) I've been working my ass off, but, um, (laughs) literally it is exactly I needed exactly 12 sheets to, you know, drywall all of the all of the walls, except for the wall that the grinding, you know, in the grinding room, there's one eight foot section that has sparks thrown against it. I'm going to get, you know, metal to put over that instead of drywall. And then there's, I think, a 12 foot section of the wall that is, you know, where the even heat's going to be and the forge is going to be. So it's I'm going to put corrugated steel on those walls, too. But other than that, it literally every single piece of drywall fit perfectly like a puzzle into my shop without any waste. So this past couple of days, um, I've been slowly t- like I tore apart one corner of the room, which fills the rest of the shop, you know, put up the insulation and drywall and paint and then put that all back together and then tear the next section apart. So that's kind of what my last couple of days have been is tearing apart drywalling insulation paint <laughs> killing it yeah man um i i've seen all the all the video that you've been up to doing that work and uh and the pictures and such and it's like i'm i don't envy you drywall work is really tough <laughs> and it's hard hard on the back and you know but man is it just absolutely satisfying to see your shop just transforming because, you know, it was just like studs and, you know, other stuff on the walls yeah. and stuff. And it's just, it looks beautiful, man. So you're doing Thank a great you. job. Um, so I was originally going to paint the walls the same color paint as you have on your walls. But um, Emily's Emily's mom had surgery a couple weeks ago. And she now has to go back and get her stitches popped open or whatever. So she has to get that cleaned up. And so Emily's been away for this week. So... You know, the van's still down for the count. So I was without wheels um, I, to get to Sherman Williams. To, what, I think it's, what is it? Cyberspace is the color that you have on your walls? Yeah. Yeah, you got a good yeah. memory. Yeah, cyberspace. So um, I have a good memory. That's just what I was just thinking about it. So <laughs> I've, my, How the hell do you, you mind... even know what color the walls are at the shop? <laughs> uh, that, that's what I want to know. How the hell do you even remember I this? didn't even know that. I'm pretty sure he told me one time. But whatever. That's what I mean. That's why I'm like, you have a great memory because I'm like, what the freak, man? Like, how did you? <laughs> but anyway, so, Brian doesn't even remember. <laughs> so anyway, so I couldn't get to Sherman Williams other than I mean, I guess it's a two mile bike. I could have biked with it, but um, instead, I there's the little mom and pop shop. You know, basically a little hardware store just a couple of blocks down. Um, and basically I just took the swatch from Sherman Williams and tried to find the same as close I could to their stuff. So I tried to match it as close as I could and, um, got it up on the walls. It looked kind of mostly gray with a little tinge of blue. And I put up the nice Pelican paste poster I have over it, which has a black background and the black definitely makes it look way more blue, but I, you know what? I love it. I'm really enjoying the color. It looks good. It definitely looks a lot better than, you know, drywall or, um, bare studs and you know ply board so yeah it's it's a vast improvement i think 
So what's the uh, schedule look like, Brian, for the uh, the putting in the kiln? Because I know you had messaged me about like, this is a great conversation to have, by the way, about what kind of tabletop do you set your kiln on, your heat yeah. treating kiln? And you were like, is wood okay? And I'm like, yeah, man, like I, you can put your hand under my kiln and it, while it's at 2,000, 2,100 degrees and it's not too hot. So did you pick out like a spot for it and a table for it? So I'm going to be building the table. Um, so wow. the my week's going forward. Today I'm finishing insulation and I'm getting the um, the corrugated steel so I can just put that up on the walls and finish the walls. And then probably later today, maybe tomorrow morning, I'm going to be building a, a wooden table. I have a bunch of... Um, I still have a bunch of wood from, you know, the the gentleman that lived here before had a lot of scrap. So I've got plenty of wood to build a little custom table for it. So I can, you know, have the even heat on it and then, you know, have a little section for the quench stuff and the plate quench or the quenching plates and then a little bit of workspace area so I can have things lined up. So, yeah, it, it'll... You know, over, I think by Friday, I should have my shop insulated, walls painted, everything built and set in place and ready to go. So, yeah, if everything goes well, it should be starting next week, actually working on knives. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm curious I'm very excited. about, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about the tour that you took with spence like did you get a chance to see like how they make the kilns and all that or like how much did you get to see oh i got i got the full tour through the the uh factory um it was it was a pretty sizable little setup um i'm notoriously bad at guesstimating so i couldn't tell you i mean i was guessing about a football field so 100 maybe maybe it's bigger maybe it's smaller um or maybe, you know, it is what it is, but I'm notoriously bad at guesstimating lengths, distances. So I couldn't tell you exactly how large it is, but it is relatively large and they have about 20 people working all the time building these kilns. And it was cool to go around and see like this is, they've got their laser cutters up front or the plasma tables up front cutting out sheet metal and the bricks are being shaped over there and cut and the the electronics are over on this side over here and it, it's just so cool to see all of the specialized areas all doing very specific work to make these wonderful kilns so yeah it's it's a really interesting was... setup i'm surprised that they don't have like a, a factory tour video out there somewhere because it's a really cool thing to see i bet it was super interesting i would i would probably find it fascinating because of the oh, manufacturing yeah. side yeah, I kind of felt like, you know, I want to stop and ask questions, but I also don't want to mess with the harmony of what's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I don't want to be it. in the you way. I don't want to interrupt their work. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, though. It's, Spence is a really cool dude. It's, that was a really fun conversation and, you know, a hang sesh. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm enjoying it, of course. So what's, what's the next thing? Like what's, what's going on in, you know, obviously Brian house, you've got a couple of things coming out. What does it look like to get things out there that you've been holding on for so long? 
Uh, it's a lot of work, you know, from, from the standpoint of creating the marketing side, then also creating the product side on the website and the figuring out the shipping and figuring out how we're going to make them all and, you know, sell them all. Cause we do these, when we do these big launches, we tend to sell like a lot right at the beginning, you know, and then we have to catch up with production. Um, in this case, I didn't want that to happen. I wanted a lot of these things to be pre-made and built and tested before we would ship them out. So, um, anyways, yeah, it's a big job and we're, you know, the staff, everybody's like been this year. I feel like we're way more prepared than last year. Last year, we were just not as prepared for the amount of business that we did. And, uh, I feel like at Housemade this year, we're like pretty much on cruise control. You know, everybody's got their position and they're, they're feeling good about it and all. So we'll see as that gets closer to Thanksgiving, but <laughs> I yeah. think we're going to be all right. We're going to, we're going to be just fine. But, uh, yeah, no, it's exciting from a standpoint of bringing a product to market. Um, because this, these were had very specific challenges. So it was, it was, a, it's a, it goes to show that we can do anything that we put our mind to if we really try, you know, nice. and I, I love that about us. We're small, we can pivot, uh, we can create things and have fun while doing it. And of course we, we get a chance to serve this amazing community, you know, be a part of the community and serve it at the same time. It's pretty, pretty amazing stuff for sure. So, and in speaking of that, um, we actually, so doing the hammer giveaway or the hammer launch of with Ryan, we did, we also do a Patreon giveaway every month. So you, if you're a patron of ours, you go to work for it. Uh, you go to patreon.com forward slash work for it. You can get a chance to, um, win one of the monthly hammers that Ryan gives away every month. And that's just a freebie deal that, uh, Ryan approached me with not too long ago. So, um, we had because of the hammer deal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is true. Let me just look here. Okay, so we are so paid <laughs> paid members and active members. Okay, so active members. That's what I need to click on. So active members now is a hundred and sixty six. So we gain wow. a whole bunch nice. doing this hammer thing, and it was I think the drop had a lot to do with it. There was a lot of people that signed on and paid the $10 and 80 cents, the annual so that they could get uh, access to the link to buy the hammer, you know, from, from us first to get in on that. And then by the time the patrons were done with it, we still had like, I think seven left. I thought it was 10, but I think it was seven left. And then those sold right away when we posted the link publicly yesterday afternoon. So um, we've got a bunch of new patrons here. Chris Hill, Adam Amundsen, Tim Dietz, Bob uh, Bro Broker, and E-Tree LLC, which is Curtis Smith, Wooden Whiskers Trading Company, uh, Logan Harding, Matthew Siebert, Steve Arell, Dragon Tail Forge, that's David over at Dragon Tail Forge, Isaac, Evan, Matt, Mitchell Foster, Thank you, thank you, thank you for signing up and being a part of our patronage. And as you know, if you ask us a question in uh, the back end, you have to send us the question through patron in the messages section, and we get a chance to answer it in the after show. So that's something you get a benefit of. I know you may have signed up just to get the hammer, but uh, you do get that opportunity to listen to the after show, and we try to bring that value every single week 
Uh, so you, we get usually get really great questions that will bring value to you and your business and your workshop. So thank you so much. Speaking of which, we have a few sponsors. We've got Baker Forge and Tool. If you notice, Koi is leveling up. Him, His business model is making the best steel in the market. If you're looking for some amazing steels to take your knife making to the next level, make sure you go to bakerforge.com and uh, use the code WFI10 to get 10% off. I was on the phone with Koi yesterday because we are discussing the Foundry Project for 24, which is the gathering that we do after Blade Show. We did our first annual gathering at my workshop, and it looks like this year it's going to be in Koi's workshop. Ooh. Uh, so after Blade Show, if you want to be a part of the Foundry, uh, please let me know. We have, I think, seven spots available. We're going to rotate everybody. So if you were a part of it last year, you're not in for this year. So we want new, fresh faces coming so, through. So me and I Cone can't if, go? If, <laughs> uh, you, uh, it's uh, up in the air. I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not we'll even see. sure we'll if I can make see. it. I have so. to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You would have to come to Blade, and I know you're talk, talking about not doing Yeah, it but Koi was talking about having me down there for that hammering thing, too, so I don't know if that's the same thing. Well, we're talking, we, we're talking about doing the hammer-in and also the foundry at the okay, same yeah. time. So, like, if, after Blade... There's a lot of uh, what ifs involved yeah, exactly. in this because we're, we're we're not sure if he's even going to be able to handle it because he might have a booth and all this stuff. So we're going to work that out, but we'll figure that out um, as it gets closer. But we are working through the Foundry project with them. They are an integral part of that because they give us the steel to make this, you know, whatever we're making during the Foundry. So um, Baker Forge is a is a, just like Housemade. I see Baker Forge as a member of the community serving the community, Absolutely. which I really love. And speaking of that, what about Lawrence Lake at MaritimeKnifeSupply.com? He's another one, a maker in the community serving the community. If you're looking for anything, handle material to abrasives, to machines, to pins, to steel, you name it, Lawrence carries it. He ships every day to the United States from Canada. You can take advantage of the USD to Canadian exchange rate. And Lawrence is just a handsome, handsome Canadian. What can I All say? All Canadians are you handsome. You guys got good stock yeah, up do. there. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. I haven't met an ugly Canadian. Oh, they're really out haven't. there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drop some names there, Pickle? Nope, 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 nope. Ugly nope. inside or ugly outside? Oh, they look good from far, but they're far from good looking. <laughs> that's everywhere that's for sure and also uh travis haynes over pelican paste i don't know if you guys have been watching any Dude. of the socials travis is hanging out with i Neil know kamamura <laughs> and steve schwarzer and jason knight and will stelter and they're all in the same workshop and they're all banging out and i'm like how have we not I know heard about this right? i guess because we'd all want to invite ourselves but uh <laughs> um, <laughs> i was thinking the did same. you see that he's coming out with some new products yeah. I did. I see did. That. That's, I did. That's, that's it's a great exactly. idea. I, you took the words out of my mouth, Brian. Great idea. Love it. In fact, um, I'm going to go to his Instagram and just pull it up uh, so that I can educate myself a little bit on it. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a good idea. It's a like hand cell. So like, you know, us who are forging and knife making or whatever, our hands, especially in the winter, 
up here in the north get yes. chapped and cracked and gross. So at the end of your day, you can clean off your hands and put on a little bit of this, you know, hand salve stuff and it can heal up your hands. This, yeah, the, okay, I'm looking at this. It's called Shop Hands Healing Hand Salve. Salve. I don't even know how to say that word, but um, this is really cool, man. Calendula, shea butter, cocoa butter, vitamin E. Yeah. Made in Florida, unscented, all organic. Look at you, Travis. Yeah, man. It is. It it's, is. He is cr- killing it with this stuff. Um, and and in fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but it doesn't just work on your hands. You can put this <laughs> all over the place. What what else is chapped there, Brian? What else? What else? My is ass a little gets too chapped from time to time. Yes, is your bidet a little too I harsh? Get a chapped or? ass from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. Do I you mean, still use? You, you still use that it thing? Is what it is. Your bidet. What, what thing? Yeah, <laughs> every day, man. That thing is amazing. Listen, if you don't have a bidet, that's funny that you bring that up because people still bring up that episode. That's like the, one first the first one I was on. That's the first episode I was on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's right. You were on that episode. And uh, I had just gotten the bidet and I was very skeptical of it. And I described the, the like, the, the, like how it works. And I'm like, think of like a, you know, a military special op, you know, military rocket that's gonna fire and land somewhere specific and that's what that water does was it come comes up out of the uh the bidet and i'll tell you what man my butthole has never been cleaner and it's the truth uh, i don't know right. why these aren't installed in every the europeans got that part but you technically right, still you have to I mean. wipe because your ass is all wet and you got to dry that off right definitely do does it do it's, like a really good job use... at cleaning it up with the water that it leaves no residue when you dry up or essentially yes if you do it right oh. yes there's nothing on the toilet Jeez. paper i know this is a very <laughs> weird conversation but it's the truth and i'm telling you right now change my life i and, and now when i use a regular toilet i'm like oh this is freaking bush yeah, league for- baby i need i need yeah, my you gotta pull the e-brake right and there goes all the sponsors <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right from sponsors we to need, bidets we need a we need a, a bidet sponsor <laughs> because I am a, the perfect guy to talk about this. It's like you should have a squeaky clean bottle. It's just a freaking great experience. It's like you don't even worry about it afterwards. You're just like, yep, I dropped a deuce. <laughs> feeling clean. I'm off and running. I can work. I'm more efficient. You could always throw the, uh, the bidet link in your affiliate links with Amazon. that's true that is true i should do that That, that'd be funny (laughs) Uh, some poor dudes just i was fine somebody's actually interested oh sorry i'm interrupting somebody's gonna be actually interested in the things somebody's gonna be actually interested in what you're working on and they're looking through all of them and one of these is not like the other what a bidet (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's going to, that is going to happen. And that's okay because honestly, I'm a lifestyle. I'm not just an influencer in the blacksmithing and bladesmithing world. I'm a lifestyle influencer. (laughs) It is. That's hilarious. Get that clean. (laughs) I was talking with Justin Miller the other day about my affiliate links and how that works. And he was asking me like, Hey, if I click on the link and it takes me to the Amazon app, do you still get your commission? And I'm like, yeah. 
And I'm like, feel free to buy a skid steer or a forklift or a new truck or something with using those links. That would be fantastic. I'd love to get the commission on that. But uh, speaking sure, of, my man. yeah. Speaking of, uh, when I bought all of the pieces and parts for the Apollo, I went through your your uh, affiliate links, and um, you know that was awesome. And I also did a little bit of shopping the rest of that day just so that you know, hey, that that's all going towards Brian. I might as well do a little bit of shop you know, upgrade or little, you know, you need some sandpaper, you need some this, you need some that. So I, I kind of got a couple things for the house too, but, um, the final part for my Apollo finally arrived last night. So that's Ooh. just another thing. I think Friday I'll be building the Apollo. So yeah. that's something I've been yeah, looking you- forward to. And it's been sitting in the corner of my shop and I've just, I've had 90% of it. I just needed this one little elbow piece that took two weeks to ship, but I can finally build it. I'm excited. I saw you pull that out of your mailbox live last night. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. The the two-inch piping parts, I tell everybody, like, if you order them through my links, yeah, they might take a little time, but you can go to, like, a Home Depot or a Lowe's or a Menards or something, and you can get those parts there. That's a standard, you know, two-inch black pipe elbow or whatever, but I love the look of the brass. You know, people yeah. are like, why are you using brass? I'm like, it just, man, your, your tools should look cool. You know what I mean? It's not just... It's not just a forge. It's like something that lives in your shop and it should look cool. And I, that's why I yeah. use the brass. Other than that, Kyle Daly was asking me about that. He's like, why brass? I'm like, cause it looks cool, man. That's it. That's brass is badass. Thing. Brass is badass. You guys want to switch over real quick to WFI projects and just see if there's anything we can shout out there before we move on to the after show question. Absolutely. I've got one already. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Real quick. I want to make one one second, Brian. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I wanted to um, shout out real quick. If you're not listening to the WFI Europe podcast, that's Matt Bicker and Keith over at KnifeMaterials.at. They are doing the work for it business in the workshop European style, which means they do it while they're sitting on a bidet throughout the entire show <laughs> so they're they're just washing away there's they're you know they're doing all the standard european things you know they're drinking red wine smoking cigarettes uh you know that kind of stuff so just remember to listen to the wfi european podcast you can follow them on instagram wfi underscore europe underscore podcast their first episode was just released it was so new that i couldn't even find it on shop uh, spotify so i had to ask them for a link they sent it to me, and I listened to it. And for a first episode, it wasn't oh, that no, bad. Definitely not bad. I mean, I, I I thought it was pretty damn good, actually. So there's a lot of potential there. <clears throat> so make sure you go out and listen to it and uh, give them a like on Instagram. Everybody's just got to give them a there chance is, and is. let them grow and uh, we'll see what they could bring to the table, right? Well, think about That's going right. back to the first time you made a knife or a whatever you make. The first one, it's it's a little rough around the edges, but like anything give else. it a little bit of time and it's going to get polished. It's going to be 100%. good. <laughs> That's what she said. Get in on the, <laughs> <laughs> get in on get the ground floor. Give it a bit of time. It's going to get polished. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best. That's what she said one right there. <laughs> it is. So I'm going to go ahead and switch over to WFI projects. The first one I want to pull out 
is actually Reaper Manufacturing. He's doing these little Mjolnir keychains. Key I'm really loving it. Um, he and I, he, I did the WFI pre-show over on Instagram on a live stream this morning. And Reaper jumped on with me. And um, he's doing these little keychains. And I forget who it was that um, commented while we're there live that, you know, you, you should put your logo on one side and then put the um, basically come up with a really cool script and put Banhammer on the other. Because how many times do you need to swing the Banhammer when you're online? You get the the spam notification, the the bots, whatever. And you got to drop that Banhammer. I think Reaper, it sounds like Reaper is going to come up with something along those lines. But I want myself a little mini Banhammer. That, those things are so cool. You're going to be able to buy one real soon here from housemade.us. That video that he put out, uh, if you watch the whole thing, it's actually got our logo on the one side and his logo on the other. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and that's and that's because <laughs> <didn't even> uh, <laughs> and that's because that is our next collaboration. We're doing um, uh, I had made a shout out on uh, the podcast a couple of times about doing maker collaborations. Mm -hmm. That is one of them. And we're also doing scribes with Austin over at high caliber craftsman. He made these amazing uh, brass scribes that have like a high carbon tip on them. And I just love them and they have our logo and it's basically uh, they're making them and, you know, we're buying them in bulk so that we can sell them and, and put them on our website as stocking stuffers. So if you're looking for something like that, there's a this is a limited run, by the way. Those hammers, I think we have 25 of them, and the scribes, I think we have 20 or 25 of them. So nice, not going to be that many of them, yeah, but those are uh, nice. it's going to be a, a, an add-on, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to find a I'm tr one, I'm, dude. I'm seeing posts from 2022 and nothing. <laughs> yeah, on the computer. No, I'm on it's my phone. Stuff, like, so. I, I go on my phone oh, and really? I go to filters and I put recent top posts. And I'm seeing all these. Scroll down past all the top posts. Is that how it works? Like, yeah, go I'm going to call out yeah, JC underscore creation underscore knives. Uh, this is, he's making some, an insane, insane leather sheaths. And this one or actually, uh, this, I don't think this is for one of his knives. It says here that he was making it for Dakota Wilson. So that's pretty oh, cool. Wow. But his leather work is unbelievable, man. Go check out JC underscore creations <laughs> underscore knives at the point. That's Joshua Culver. Pretty sure Josh is a uh, patron of ours. And he has 1,828 followers, and he needs more. If you're looking for uh, to just kind of see what he does, you just click on his Instagram feed and look at all the leather work he's up to. It's really unique and fantastic. And he makes knives, too. You definitely got to scroll nice. down to find more. more. Uh, it's very, very mixed because, like, I'm seeing posts from Matt Gentry from September 16, 2021. And right above that is a post <laughs> from two days ago. And above that one is a post right. from one day, and then I go back to May eighth. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> I, there's no rhyme or yeah, reason. there's not there's no organization whatsoever in this list here. But I did find one from a day ago, and uh, it's my boy Kyle at KH Daily Knives. He's working on a, a bunch of file work there yesterday and uh, lining things up with a big batch of knives. It seems there's got to be a good dozen knives there. Nice big old cleaver, some chef knives. Nice. And a couple of his bushcrafters. 
looks pretty good but nice yeah, he's killing it too like non-stop a few of us out there hey i've got one i've got one from a guy that i've haven't followed until just now hollow sieve forge that's hollow s-e-v-e forge um he's doing these little bottle openers and you know everybody does a bottle opener and everyone you know can make that happen but he is putting a little bit of artistry into them by shaping the rest of it and putting all of these little markings to make them look like little mules um these are little donkey bottle openers hollow h-a-l-l-o-w-s-e-v-e-f-o-r-g-e uh dude is at 713 followers um it looks like you already follow him brian but yeah, he's made yeah, a couple I'm of these fine. bottle openers and they look like little donkeys. I love that. That's that's just a little artistry into the forging process that, you know, it makes it super memorable. And if you like donkeys, this is for you. I have one of those here that uh, was made down in Nova Scotia. And uh, I think it's actually a horse because that's what we were forging when uh, we did it. <laughs> it was a horse. Nice. But this could be. Was nice. he there? No, he wasn't there. This is when I was in Nova Scotia over the summer. At the end of the summer, uh, we were just dicking around the forge, and uh, Pete was showing us how to do horse head bottle openers, and uh, there's a couple of us there, and I, I can't really learn well when there's a crowd, so I just stood aside and watched things happen, and then Pete just gave me his, and I was like, oh, thanks. But he banged that thing out in like two, three heats and teaching us how to do it, and I was like, holy fuck. I went at it. <clears throat> but yeah. That's Josh Myers. Ha- it's like hollow. For some reason, I thought it was <clears throat> hollow sieve. So it's H A L L O W S E V E forge. Yeah. Which is pretty Not great. Bad. And he only Not has bad. 713 followers and he could use more. Yeah, for sure. Did you see what uh, Ben Bites did to uh, the true tilt table? How he made it like that indexing, uh, adjust that I adjustment did. for it, like so you could always have it set to proper angles or whatever, lock it in. And Ooh. yeah, it's pretty How cool. How do you yeah. do that? He's been working on that for a while. If you check out uh, Ben's uh, reels, Ben's Bites yes. on um, Instagram, all one word. And then he started working on a hollow grind or an S grind attachment for the True Tilt as well. And he did this on a Nakiri and it was awesome. Like it was, it, it works. So he's using the true tilt and then he's adjusting it using this big, long piece of all thread. And it, anyways, you got to go look at it. He's, um, he's doing some really interesting stuff when he has time to get into the shop. Yeah, yeah. So Ben, I appreciate you doing that, buddy, man. It's, it's pretty cool stuff. And we may adapt or adopt some of that, uh, work that he's doing you know to the true tilter making an add-on or something nice um speaking see of if we can figure it out speaking of ben's bites he and i are finally getting to the last couple i was gonna you ask. Know, prototypes yep. of the folder yeah i'm very excited i'm a about sucker that. for a that's folder something that's been and i want one like i want one yeah they'll we're the the plan right now obviously we have to get it functioning to a level that we are happy with which is you know damn near perfect um but the plan right now and don't hold me to it because plans change but the plan right now is to do kind of you know aebl um you know relatively cheap materials to start just to get the manufacturing side of things down so that we can 
make these quickly and, you know, get what we need out of them and get them to the level that we need. Um, and then, you know, we can, we'll do a, like a little batch of 10 then maybe a batch of 20 and then sky's the limit. Once, once we're happy, we're planning on going with them. So yeah, it's, it's something that we've been talking about for, I mean, damn, it's almost a year now. So it is, it is slowly, slowly taking shape. And we're finally, we've got the first prototype that actually opens and closes properly, which that's a lot harder than you would expect. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, so what are you trying to say, Brian? It's, it's hard to bring something to market. Is yeah. That what and you're saying? it is, it is exceptionally difficult sometimes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Ben's got the mind for it and he's been, he's been plugging away at this thing and then. Yeah, I'm excited to get one in my hands and get it going and make some content around it and get going with it. So, yeah, it's almost there finally. Fantastic. Okay. So you guys you guys are moving forward with the the folder project that yes, you've been working on. Absolutely. All right. I am looking at I I this is new software. I feel like an idiot, but I can't see how long we've been recording. We're recording fifty six <laughs> minutes minus that uh bump. Oh yeah. Okay, I see it. Top now. right You're hand right. corner. It's like little tiny yeah, counter it is small. there. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move uh just real quickly, let's look at our questions uh for the after show. We have a question from Crafty Man Forge. I'm sure you guys know Luke Johnson. Oh, yeah. Our, our, uh, I don't even know what to call him because he sends all those crazy voice messages <laughs> that we end up playing on the show all the time. I got the um, pickle. We appreciate you, Luke. Cutters. Thank you so much, man. I got the pickle. I got the cutters. <laughs> he made one for me. Pickle. Did I Did I share cutters. it with you guys? I don't think you have. No. no. Oh my gosh! Hold gonna... on, you've been you've been <laughs> sitting on something for hold Luke, on, and you on. haven't me, played it back it. in the, on the show. I mean, there's one thing I want to bring up real talk quick. Talk about oh, go ahead. Talk about the question. I'll find the the thing, and then I'll okay. share it with you guys. Okay, this is a good question, actually. Um, I have a question about paying yourself. I understand when you're a business that has regular income that making yourself a salaried employee makes sense. But what do you do it to uh, what do you do previous to having that regularity? What if you sell things job by job? Does it make sense to be a contractor working for your company? Does it make more sense to be a contractor working for your company or by the job? And I've got a great answer for that because I've been in both positions. So nice. All right. Um, yeah. You ready for the bean be cone jingle? Oh, Ooh. I am. Some people call me Sharp Santa. Oh, oh, but my name is Brian Cone. At B Cone Knives is how you'll find me on Instagram. I sell carbon fiber and knives. Beaconeknives.com <laughs> is my site. Come and find me if you want some knives. <laughs> Fucking Weezer. <laughs> I had to mute my microphone because I. Was... <laughs> uh, 
I mean, the the mind where this, like, you know, it's like he's a walking uh, Sesame Street episode. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it so much. And he sends me, sometimes he sends me these videos, and I think he's posting them publicly now, <clears throat> where he does the puppeteering. And he's he's doing this, like, so he, do, he does the voice, and then he has a puppet. <laughs> and the puppet does the, you know, it's it's fantastic. It's really great stuff. So, Luke, we appreciate you, brother. I love it. I love that jingle. I've been I've been holding on to it for like I want to make a little like a reel with that as the audio, but I've got to come up with something goofy, you know. I've got to come up with something. Oh, it's great. I mean, the audio is already goofy. I mean, all you got to do is put something to it. <laughs> you could do like a funny where you're like like walking around your shop or something, and like with your arm out, like doing the whole like i'm brian cone you know kind of like jabbing <laughs> yourself a little bit and yeah like put yourself in a the sharp santa hat you know yeah. really 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 go far with that's it that's what i'm planning on i want to do something I, i'll come up with something it won't be long and i'll i'll pull that out it'll be fun are we I don't know if you guys know this but uh i checked into the hokey pokey clinic <laughs> oh did you oh yeah <laughs> And then I turned myself around. I was literally just going to say, are we doing any dad jokes? <laughs> what, what do you That's call it. a bear with no teeth? What do you call a it? A gummy bear. <laughs> you know, my wife, she tells me that I never listen to her. Or something like that. I don't really remember. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Oh my god! Two antennas <laughs> got married. The ceremony ceremony was pretty boring, but the reception was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough. Yo, hey pickle. Yeah, hey, pickle. What happens if you get scared half to death twice? You die. <laughs> My, I'm pretty good at math. You won't get me with that. <laughs> Brian's falling over over there. <laughs> Try to do something different. What, Bring it up. What, what does a vegan zombie like to eat? What do you? What? Grains. What? <laughs> oh, that's oh my god. Whew. I've got some really nasty vegan oh. jokes that I they're very not. Yeah, you don't want to offend anybody. Like talk about keep that for like. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of vegans. Keep that this to for the show, after but, uh, after show because I want to hear and, them. <laughs> <laughs> after hours would work yeah. for it. Speaking of after show, political jokes. Yeah, are we ready to. Oh, did we switch it over to the? After we had show? a question, right? Yeah, okay, I already my read bad. It. it was about paying oh, yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. remember that? Sorry. <laughs> are you are you here, Pickle? Have you yeah, been I held us? on pretty good so far. <laughs> You've done a great job. I've tried. Actually. You've done a really great job. And if you like the, if you <laughs> if you like this episode, make sure you uh, give us a you know five star rating on itunes or uh podcast apple podcast wherever you do that and, and spotify and also let us know what you thought about the audio of this show because we're trying this new software and if anybody's interested it's called riverside 
software. So riverside.fm. And I, it, so far it's been pretty good. Brian, you had an internet issue, I think somewhere in the middle, but yeah, that was, we'll that was my it internet. It's been kind of shitty lately. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's go to these after shows. Work for it. Pickles. Pickles. 